the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Housing is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality persist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here are your hosts of Cornerstone Radio, Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise. Good evening and welcome to Cornerstone Radio. I'm Pastor John Simon along with Pastor Ed Brody. And Blaine is not here tonight, so this is your first time you ever joined us at Cornerstone Radio. Our mission is to break the cycle of homelessness and to help men and gain, um, men and women gain control of their lives. Hey, Ed, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. Doing Great. Pretty good. Good. I, ha- I hope the audience is doing having a good night. Um, tonight's topic is going to be on the goodness of God. So there's a lot of the Bible talks about the goodness of God. And so I'm really I'm happy, folks, that you joined us on tonight's show. We're hoping that you're having a blessed night. And Ed, you have a, we always open up our show with praises. So, do you have anything you might want to bring up about the park? Yeah, it was really interesting this week. Uh, I know you're going to talk a little bit about it too, but <clears throat> we got a chance to pray for a number of different people, and then uh, you kind of called if uh, anybody wants prayer, come over here. And I think they all showed up. Yeah, everybody that was there showed up into a big circle. I couldn't even tell you how many was there. I counted, but I've forgotten. And uh, we just went around praying for people i think there were four of us that prayed yeah there was uh, yeah. at least four right but there was i, I like I say i counted and i've forgotten the number around, but there was at least a dozen in that circle if oh, i remember easy. right yeah easily uh, those were the ones in the circle there were a few standing behind watching and listening too so but that was really interesting uh we asked for uh, and if you have anything you need prayer for, uh-huh. and there was uh, four or five of them gave us things that they needed prayer for, we were able to include in our prayer. Uh, but that's kind of the first time we've ever had kind of a large group like that where we were actually praying for all of those people. So it was interesting. Yeah, it really was. And um, it was amazing to see Blaine at that time. He went and grabbed his oil, and he was we were anointing and doing oil on that. And But um, the great thing was is when, I, when we called that, they all came up, and it was amazing how many of them showed up. What was really amazing was when we got out there, I just couldn't believe how overwhelmed it was with all the people there was just people just waiting and just you know there so and the message was good that day it really affected a lot of people um um, a lot of people were uh they were really into it not one of them turned away and walked away and not none was feeling you know feeling around and kicking their feet or anything Mm -hmm. they all listened attentively to the message so god would god really had his hand out there yeah it's interesting now they they over the last I don't know, six, eight months or maybe longer than that, where we've got them to, uh, we need to pray first before we 
start giving out the food. Always, yes. And it's interesting now because if there's three or four of them standing around the food and somebody starts telling, well, I want the burrito or I want this, the others will say, no, you don't get that till we pray. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we're not even having to correct them anymore. They're they're correcting each other. You know, it's and it's interesting, too. Now we have folks, we have um, uh, people that, uh, that were out there, they were homeless, are coming out to serve who used to be homeless. And um, yeah. Raymond, he comes out there and he likes his position. And Phil was in his position and he looked over at me and he's holding his hands. I'm like, what's going on here? And I said, Phil, man, you're going to have to move over because this is Raymond's job. But, uh, you, you know, everybody's there to, you know, participate and help. And so, yeah. but that's how well he really enjoys it. Here, yeah. this man rides out there on his bike. Yeah. As a matter of fact, and he goes out there, and he's out there ready to serve and to help. And um, it's a blessing to see how they're now turning to help. Yes. Uh, and and that's not of what we have done. It's what God yeah. has done for them. And yeah. The, the, uh, Ramon uh, does that to me, too. If I'm standing there, <clears throat> he'll walk up beside me, and he'll start elbowing me out of the way. <laughs> and uh, we, we always do the hand sanitizer before we serve food. Always, yes. And uh, for a couple of times, I caught him doing it without it. So, hey, Ramon, so... Now he punches me out of the way and grabs the hand sanitizer, <laughs> does his hands, and digs in to do food. So, yeah, Phil got in his way this last Saturday, but uh, yeah, yeah, he's he's uh, he's a big help. Yeah, he is. And so um, there was a lot of people that were very very blessed. Uh, a lot of people were um, asking for help, um, and so we are accommodating them. There's. Um, this last two weeks, uh, folks, it's just uh, the phone has just been nonstop kind of and just ring, 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 ring and asking for help. And we're trying to place people into programs and place them in the right area that they need to be. We even gone far as up north. Mm-hmm. So um, it's 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 a little bit of everywhere. And so God is just really moving and touching people's hearts. And I just thought it was such a great you know, some all Saturdays and all that are out there are a great blessing because um, you can see God at work on each and every one of the persons out there. And um, it's not only the homeless, it's also the people that are out there that are helping. Um, and you can just actually see them grow. Yeah. And I watch a few <clears throat> numerous ladies out there who are very, very shy, very intimidated in a lot of ways because they didn't know how to, you know, never really evangelized or anything like that. Boy, now, man, they're up there praying and they're up there doing yeah. things. And what a change God has worked on in their life. So it's not only that God works on the homeless. He also works on us, too, as as, as we grow in um, with him and doing what we're called out to do. Right, right. So, yeah, I mean, anything else you, you thought of? Or? Uh, no, it was just a, a very good Saturday. It very really good was. Saturday. I really enjoyed it, too. All right, then. We'll go ahead and um, always give praise to God. Thank him for all what he has done and kept everybody safe. So, again, the title of tonight's show is The Goodness of God. I'll go ahead and start us off, Ed, and then you'll go ahead and fall behind. Okay. I, I want to go ahead and read this scripture. I think Psalms um, thirty-one nineteen really describes it. So I'll start off with that one. How great is the goodness you have stored up for those who fear you. You lavished on those who come to you for protection and blessing them before the watching world. 
You know, we know that God is a very, very, he has so much goodness he wants to pour out to others. And I just think it's a, a great scripture here. He says he'll lavish on those um, who come for him to protect, too. So it's not only for who, for us, it's for everyone. And and, and, it's, and that's the thing. And, he's, and the blessing, and he blesses them before the world, um, before the world watching with them. That's the thing about it. People see that. If you're not walking and you see someone who's being really blessed, you're wondering why it's going on with this guy or this woman. What do what they have that I don't have? I believe they see God, and they're trying to understand mm-hmm. what's going on there. And so that brought me – I wrote this down. This is what I wrote down. I said, God's goodness is all is all around you. Praise him for it. Then look for the ways to reflect it in your own life. As we, what we were doing last week, we were talking about the um, – the power of praise, and this is kind of goes kind of goes with it. It's the goodness of what God is doing around you. If we take time, folks, and we start really looking at the goodness of God, what He's doing around us, I think we'd all be amazed. Because a lot of times we take it for granted. I hate to say that in a wrong way about it, but you know, you, you you're walking with the Lord, and I expect that the Lord's going to take good care of mm-hmm. me. And and you know, as we all know, when you first come to the Lord, and even during times with the Lord. Things just don't go well very well all the time. So, but um, that's just the way it is. And but um, the thing about it is, if if you look for the ways to reflect in, um, re- look for the ways to reflect in your own life and in, in your own life. Look for the goodness of God. Look at the beauty what He has done. You know, for the nature that He has put on the earth. And and when you start to realize it, you know there's a Creator. I don't care what they try to say. The Big Bang, I, it doesn't jive. I mean, there's a lot of things we can go onto that. But that brought me over to Lamentations. Um, I, I wrote this down. God is good to those who pursue him. If you really want to know the goodness of God, pursue him with all your heart, with all your strength. Pursue him. And he, and this is what he says in Lament, uh, Lamentations uh, 3.25. And it goes on to say, The Lord is good to those who depend on him, to those who search for him. So, and, and goes on to say, so it is good to wait quietly for salvation from the Lord. The main thing, and this keeps on going about the goodness of God, but if you really search for him and you pursue him, God is going to show himself. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to only show it to you. He's going to show it to the people around you. Amen. So um, so I, I thought that was a really interesting one. And then I said here, a good person's goodness flows from a change heart. God will change your heart. He'll make you humble. He'll make he'll make you he'll just change your heart. And I took that out of Matthew twenty five uh, twelve thirty five Ed, and I thought that was a very good scripture uh, scripture here. And it says here it says a good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart, and a evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. That is telling us if we're walking with the Lord, we're looking to produce good. We're, not to say that we're always going to be good. I'm just saying that you're, when you're changing, when you let the Lord change your heart and, and you're pursuing God, God is going to change your heart. He's going, you're going to start to do good things. You're mm-hmm. going to start to do good works because that's where God's leading you. Now, if you know, if you're caught up in the world, What's going to happen? You're going to do the cares of the world. So chances are your heart's going to be in that area too. So um, I thought that was kind of interesting. And it, and I wrote down, this is why I wrote down, God brings good thing, good. God brings good out of bad situations. Oh, my. 
I got that out of Romans 8.28. And I'm going to read that if we could. And it says in 8.28, it says, And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. So, Ed, you know, when I have a bad situation, things are not going well for me, I am talking to the Lord. Right. And, you know, and I think that comes over time when, with people. I think some, you know, some of us probably get upset and they want to tackle things. I've done that, too, where, you know, I was tackling things on my own. Wasn't really trying to give it to the Lord because I thought, you know, hey, I can take care of this. Well, no, it's better to go to the Lord and let the Lord, let the Lord do the fighting for you. Amen. So I know that's a good, that might be a message out for someone out there. I know I went through that just last few weeks ago and, um, and things were just happening on me and it wasn't so much my fault. It was a lot of things that was, um, saying things and, and of others. And what it was is that it's when someone, when you catch someone doing something bad to you or something like that, you go to God and you ask God to take care of it, but you, bl- you bless them. You ask God, hey, God, change their hearts. Let them see. And it's hard to pray for someone you're upset with. Yeah. And But you know what? Watch what God can do for you when you do that. And I think that's what is so awesome when you sit back and you let God. God said, let me take care of this, okay? And don't you gloat or boat about it if I take care of it. And let me deal with them. And, you know, and that's a hard thing to do because our natural response is, Hey, I'm going to tell you what I feel, and I'm going to show you. And this, and and let's not be a part of that world. Let's let's let God really let God take care of it. Let God change their heart, and you pray on them. And you know, prayer avails much. Amen. So I'll go ahead and stop there, Ed. Um, I can keep going on, but I'll let you go ahead and take over. Yeah, I just uh, you mentioned uh, about God showing Himself to you. I. I've used this more than once, but one woman that just really kind of uh, sticks in my mind was I was in uh, Stockton. We used to bring the the women in from the Union Rescue, not Union Rescue, but the uh, uh, Stockton Rescue down there. I was trying to remember the name. It's Skid Row, off of Skid Row, and uh, bring them into the church. And uh, when they wanted to talk to you, they'd get out of the truck and they would hang back and let everybody go in. So you knew they wanted to talk to you. Well, this girl stopped me and she said uh, hey I don't know anything about Christian I'd ever been around Christians I know nothing and I'm just, I'm just lost so I made a little deal with her one of the things I told her and, and she told me she said I'm not sure God's real I said what you do is that you get up every morning you say God if you're real show me and uh, so the next week we uh, I picked them up and brought over so i called i held this girl back a little bit and i asked her, i said did you do what i told asked you to do she says yeah and i said how'd it work she said he showed me every day that oh, he wow. was that he was real so within a week of getting up every day saying god if you're real show me uh she was convinced and i think that's what we need to do sometimes even when we've been a christian too long we stop asking god to show me mm. and that's something we need to do god show me we talk about the goodness of God. The goodness of God is that He will show you His goodness. All you got to do is ask. And uh, sometimes God doesn't volunteer things. Sometimes we have to ask for it. And that was one of them. Uh, I wanted to be in when 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 uh, I got this message about what we were going to talk about today. 
I kind of was in one of those uh, ever so often I get in this mode of I need to go back to basics mm-hmm. and go over the basics. And I, and I do this fairly often. As I get older, it's more and more often. Yeah, but, yeah uh, I, I do too. I go back to the basics But too. Um, yeah. that's kind of where I was at. So when you're talking about the goodness of God, I'm thinking, what is the goodness of God? What is it that really I look at and I say, man, that thank you, God, for this. And and it's the basic stuff. And I'm thinking, well, okay, I'm a New, New Testament Christian, so is this just New Testament? Um, and, I, and going back, I found out I'm not. Now, I'm going to be in the in the Luke in the book of Job, okay? Because Job is the oldest written book in the Bible. Yes, it and is. Uh, I just want to point out that God hasn't changed; His goodness was the same in Job's day as it is in the Book of Revelation, in what He promises. So it doesn't change; it's always the same. Now, Job was in around the time of Abraham. Some say older, some younger, but roughly around the time of Abraham. So he was there before. Before Moses wrote the law, he was there before Abraham became the father of the Jews. Mm-hmm. So he was there when before all of this took place, and that's what is about the time his book was written. But I'm going to be in Job chapter 33, verse uh, starting verse 27, and show you that uh, the goodness of God there is the same as it is at the end of the book. Uh, in verse seven, 27, he says, I, "He will declare his friends, I've sinned." And twisted the truth, but it was not worth it. Now, when you sin and you're twisting the truth, you're living in guilt. Yes. And when you, this is talking about forgiveness, forgiveness for his sin. And um, I'm sorry, this is talking about confession and about confessing our sins. And that when we confess our sins, that guilt is removed and there's a peace comes over you. So, that hasn't changed since the book of Job. Verse 28 said, God rescued me from the grave, and now my life is filled with light. Now, that's at the very beginning. He's talking about salvation, that, uh, that when you confess your sin, then you, God brings you salvation. And like I say, this was, this was very early in, in the writings of the Bible. And you go to verse 28, he says, God rescued me from the grave, and now my life is filled with light. So here we're talking about salvation. I mean, we're talking about the forgiveness of sin. Uh, wait a minute. Back, let me back up. Um, I'm looking at verse 28. God rescued me from the grave. Okay, that's, that's uh, salvation. And then 29, I think, is where I was at. It says, yes. God does these things again and again for people. And he's talking about forgiveness. When you sin, you ask forgiveness. And you're forgiven. And that was a promise in Job's day, just as it's a promise in Revelation. And uh, the, the thing about forgiveness is I, I get, a, get a kick out. I've got a man I go to a Bible study with who says, God, I did it again, and I keep saying, he, God doesn't know that. You ask forgiveness for that sin, it's gone. It's thrown into the sea of iniquity. Mm-hmm. So when you come back and you say, I sinned again, he doesn't know what this again meant. He knows you sinned, but it's not again. Each sin, when, if you ask forgiveness for the sin and then you do that again, it's a new sin to God. Yeah. 
and and so you're asking forgiveness for that sin not again in your own mind you know you got to stop doing it right but in confessing to god you have to understand you were forgiven before he doesn't remember those mm-hmm. so each sin is new um, and then in verse uh, 30, he says, He rescues them from the grave so they may enjoy the, the light of life. And this is giving thanks. I mean, God has forgiven you. He's t- accepted your confession. He's forgiven you for your sin. He's given you salvation. And it's our turn to give him thanks and praise for what he's done. That's the goodness of God, that he provides all of that for us, for salvation, forgiveness of sin, and eternal life. And again, it's consistent from uh, from the oldest book in the Bible to the one in the future. He still has that same promises in the future. So the goodness of God doesn't end. Uh, it's not a, a by uh, event or by a time period. It's eternal. God's goodness is eternal. And that's these are the goodnesses that he gives to us, and they are eternal. Amen. And uh, and I've, I've got the New Testament, the, the uh, scriptures that will that verify what I just, what he said about Job. I'm not going to go into those, but uh, yeah. it says the same thing. Yeah, it does. It yeah. does. It, and we've been talking about this since the first day we went on the air. It's been two years now. You know, you just can't get good. Uh, the goodness of God, I, I experience it every day. I Amen. mean, I am the goodness of God, folks. I love how Ed was even talking about salvation. I mean, right there, the goodness, the goodness of God, giving, knowing that who we are, where we were formed, He loves us so much that He wants that love from you. To know that the Creator can, He's like He can make something else ahead and just turn away. But He just loves you and cares for you, and His goodness is so good that He'll cast your sins. And I like the way He said it: from the east is to as far as to the west, and Amen. He remembers it no more. And absolutely, like what you said, a lot. Of, what the Holy Spirit is, that's called conviction. It's letting us know, no, 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 don't do that. Let's stop on that. And we are creatures of habit. I hate to say that. If you look at your daily schedule, do you get up and brush your teeth the same time or same way? Do you do this? Very rarely do you ever change up your schedule, you know? So we're a creature habit. But you know what? The Spirit there is letting us know that the confession is. And, you know, we do feel a lot of guilt, I, you know, when you go to confession. Amen. But that's okay. God is there, and he'll take that. But, you know, you're absolutely right. It's that goodness that you feel after you're confessed. Amen. That peace that he'll give to you. And, you know, um, I, I started, I was thinking about that, the goodness, you know, because a lot of people like to read out the New Testament. I used to love too. I learned a long time ago that the Old Testament is the foreshadow of Jesus coming. It Amen. tells all about him. It talks about the goodness. I mean, folks, when you realize how much Israel sin upon sin upon sin and turn from god numerous times and who's he always been come back to me and you know that goodness of him saying i forgive you and let's get back on the same page so maybe this has been a maybe this is might be something that you're going through maybe something's happening to you 
things are just not going right. It seems like the more you try, the more things that happens, and you just just can't seem to get it. Give it to him. Go to him. Turn to his goodness. Let him just get on you and just love you as much as he can. And and I'm sure and I know for a fact he will turn. Things will turn. Amen. And, and you know, it's uh, like I say, it, uh, I go back to the basics every so often because we can drift away from it. Mm. Things like confessing sin, you kind of get it in your mind, oh, he's forgiven me for that. But you forget the confession. And then you get down the road, and the Holy Spirit says, "Wait a minute! You got to You're starting to build a, a trail the wrong direction, and it's because you just assume God's going to forgive you for it. Mm-hmm. But Scripture tells us we need to confess our sin. Yep. So going back to the basics reminds you of those things that you need to do, and that's why every so often I go back to the basics. No, I can't assume God's going to re- uh, forgive me of sin. <clears throat> unless I confess it. Yes. Now, if I confess it, <clears throat> I know by his word they're forgiven. So, folks, if, you, if you've been out there and you've been a Christian for a while and you kind of look at your life and maybe it's a little ragged, go back to the basics. Go back to what God had called you when he called you into his kingdom. Amen. And repeat that. Uh, just go before him and, and just confess your sin. Yes. Let his let the Holy Spirit reveal to you what you need to confess, what you need to do to restore that relationship. Amen. Yes. Amen on that, Ed. I, I love it. That's the goodness, folks, of God. He's so good. He's good all the time. That song, he's good all the time. I love it. So, folks, um, just uh, give it to him. Let him just work it, in, um, work it upon you. And, um, Ed, it's getting about that time for closing, so I'll give you one more last shout-out, and then I got to go ahead and start getting ready to close. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I, we give my phone number out each time, and uh, so I'm, I want to do it again this time. I'll save you having to do it. <clears throat> I... Uh, I'd love to pray for you. If you have a need, I'd love to pray for you. If if you're in sin, I'll sit down with you and we'll talk about your sin and how to confess and to get you clean and back into relationship with Christ. I'd love to do it. My oh. phone number is 619-252-0060. Be glad to hear from you. Good. Could you say that one more time for me? Yeah, 619-252-0060. Great, Ed. I sure appreciate it. Hey, folks, I just want to thank you for being with us. We'd like to give a shout-out to Javier or Sombrero. Say, Javier, thank you for helping us with the homeless by feeding them. And we want to give Kim and Kim over there and Anna. Hey, Anna and Kim, thank you over there at Goodwill for helping us clothe the homeless. And Steve Forsythe, the Elkhorn Church, thank you. And Tim and Jeremy over at Skyline. Hey, guys, we appreciate your big help. Folks, I hope this has touched you tonight. Let the goodness of God just enrich in your life. And I sure pray, keep you all in prayer. And thank you for being part of the show. I hope God will bless you and love you. Amen. Thank you for joining us on Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Join us again next week at this same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and charitable contributions are always welcome and remarkably make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. 
That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. This has been Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.